Till I'm Tiptoed You Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm Tiptoed You Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Em Tip Told You, the podcast where I give you my musings about black history, black culture, and black spirituality. Today I want to talk about the CDC and its recent um, guidelines for U.S. public schools. I want to talk about these schools in general, um, and then I want to follow up with billionaires in space. So let's just jump right in, okay? So... The CDC has issued new guidelines um, concerning U.S. public schools. And what they've said is um, teachers and students who have been vaccinated will not have to wear their masks inside. Now, it's amazing to me that they say this at the same time that we see this tremendous uptick in the number of Delta variant cases in the U.S. The Delta variant being the more transmissible, more contagious, if you will, iteration of COVID so far. Almost 100% of all U.S. cases, newly reported U.S. cases, are of the Delta variant kind. Listen, let me tell you something. We, growing up, used to think the CDC was about science. It wasn't a bipartisan, I mean, it was a bipartisan organization. We didn't worry about whether a government, uh, a Republican or a Democrat was in office. The CDC kind of based its guidelines on science, right? But There was something about Trump's presidency (laughs) that revealed a whole lot of stuff to us. And these guidelines being issued by the CDC reveals to me, number one, either these people are not familiar with what really happens in U.S. public schools, and two, that they might not be concerned about the science so much as they're concerned about uh, science's impact on capitalism. All right, Let let me say this. I live in a red state, so I can only speak for what it's like here in Georgia. There will be teachers who pretend to be vaccinated who will not be vaccinated. There are teachers who are already itching not to wear masks in schools. Those teachers will still not wear masks in schools and they will not be honest about whether or not they've been vaccinated. At the same time the CDC is issuing these guidelines, it's amazing to me that they're ignoring the fact that children under the age of 15 still haven't been cleared to receive vaccines. And so maybe you should have issued the guidelines that said in high schools, students and teachers who have been vaccinated don't need their masks. But what about our babies? I have a nephew who's going to be starting for the first time ever, yay, Evan, kindergarten. Not only is Evan too young to receive any type of vaccination, he has underlying health conditions. Now we're going to be sending him into a school. He's five and he alone will be responsible for making sure that he's healthy at five. At five, I'm praying that my nephew has the judgment and the guidance from us necessary to keep on a mask all day, even if his classmates and teachers don't. Even if his classmates and teachers try to convince him that he doesn't really have to. Why would the CDC do this, y'all? 
I am so confused about this. So confused why this vaccination isn't working like every other vaccination in terms of you got to turn in your immunization records to even register for school in a lot of these places. But what you're doing is promoting an environment where our most susceptible individuals in this country, our youngest, who are not. Listen, 99.9% of all the deaths from COVID right now are among the non-vaccinated. And you're telling me in a school where some of these students can't get vaccinated because of their age, they don't have to wear masks. Like, please, somebody help me understand this. And as a, as an educator myself, who is vaccinated, I still don't want to catch it. The vaccination does not prevent you from getting COVID. Let me say that again, because some of y'all may not know that the vaccination does not prevent you from getting COVID. And I'm seeing all these get together, these gatherings where people don't have on masks. And I'm like, what is going on? And I think the CDC is very irresponsible right now. Very irresponsible. And I want to I want to end up with this point because, you know, this is about black folk for me. I am so tired of unlearned black people telling other black folk not to get vaccinated. Like if you know, if you want to do the for me and my house thing, that's fine. You can choose not to, but don't be out here trying to convince other black people not to. Especially if you don't have a background in science or medicine. Because I'm going to assume you'll know what the hell you're talking about. If you wanted to give medical advice, you really should have gone to medical school. I'm just going to leave that there. Don't put our people in jeopardy. And if you're on, you know, you don't know whether or not you should be vaccinated. Just, I mean, look at the smart black people around you. What are they doing? Anyway, what are, what are, what are the medical doctors in our communities doing? Don't listen to a certified nursing assistant either. I'm just saying. Y'all can say what you want to say. What I'm saying is there is a level of commitment that is required to receive an advanced degree, like a medical degree. These people have put in the work and the time and the effort. Why wouldn't you listen to their expertise over someone who's sitting at Google telling you what the research says? I'm just saying, stop listening to any and everybody about stuff that's important. Speaking of schools, let me also say this. And you may have heard me say before that we'll probably witness the death of U.S. public education in our lifetimes. We'll definitely witness it if we don't get on our stuff, y'all. So I wanted to, in case you haven't heard, the Sullivan County Board of Education in Tennessee. It's a case we really need to be paying attention to. There was a teacher, a white teacher, who was fired for teaching Ta-Nehisi Coates and other issues about white privilege. Okay, he was fired by the school board. And when um, it was appealed, the, the director of education, the chair, what do they call it? Basically, he's the chair of the school board. Dr. David Cox tried to say that they don't care about anti-racist education happening in their schools, but it has to be balanced. Balanced with what? If you don't want anti-racist, what are you balancing anti-racist education with? Racist education? Balanced with what? Certain things don't deserve to have a balance. That's like 
creationism versus evolution. Those things don't deserve to be in balance. They're not the same. One <laughs> is a, is mythology. And the uh, y'all can get mad or not, but it is. One is mythology and the other one is based on science. They're not equivalent. So you're saying this man deserves to be fired from his teaching job for having an anti-racist curriculum or lessons because they it should be balanced? See, I, that's what I want to be a reporter because I would make you tell on yourself. Balanced with what? What's the opposite of anti-racist education and why do we want it? See, that would be my question. Somebody would have to tell me that. But for the rest of us, I want us to be paying attention to what's happening. So the critical race theory discussion, it's a distraction from what's really going on, which is the censorship of curricula and lessons in U.S. public schools. There are certain things that powers of be don't want you to learn. They don't want their students to learn. They don't want your students to learn. Because when you learn certain things, you know how to address the systems a little bit differently. And that's what I think they're most afraid of. Now, if you just Google, I'm not going to post any hot links because I don't want to send traffic to their website so they make ad money. Um, but if you just Google some of these anti-critical race theory websites, they have whole game plans for taking over the school boards. Here's why it's dangerous. We can see it happen in Sullivan County. Only one school board member voted to save that teacher's job. Only one. The school board is responsible for hiring and firing in your district. Now, you may have thought that was the individual principal's purview. It's not. The principals make a recommendation, but the school boards have ultimate authority. And so if a school board is controlled by people who don't like your kids, they can stack schools with teachers who don't like your kids. If a school board is against anti-racism, they can stack schools with teachers who will not touch anti-racist lessons or curricula. You see how that works? And if you go to some of these websites where people are very vocal about being anti-critical race theory, and for them, it's just a, a blanket term they're using for anything they don't like. They're not really anti-critical race theory. They're anti-anything they don't like. And they're grouping it under one word so it makes it easier for them to perpetuate the propaganda against it. Okay, so don't be distracted by conversations on critical race theory. Make people tell you what they mean and watch their argument fall apart. Because really what they mean is don't teach them anything. I don't want them to know. Again, they are deliberately stacking school boards now. So how do we resist that? We resist that by running for school board. We resist it by having people on the school board who look and think and are for us. Here in the state of Georgia, the only requirement for running for a school board is having a high school diploma. And the average school board does not look like the population of students in that district. Because usually these are people who don't have to work, who have um, money because it's expensive to run for office. Right. And they can do what they want to do in terms of 
delivering a certain kind of education to a certain kind of student, largely because many of us ignore the school board as a legitimate political organization. We're not paying attention to it. For years, before I became a professional educator, I didn't pay attention. That would be the, 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 the part of the ballot I skipped. I don't know these people. Or I might have seen two or three signs, but I don't know their political stance. Right? School boards are some of the most powerful people in a district. And nobody pays attention because many of us don't understand what they do. So let me, let me give you some, some stuff here. One, like I told you, they have the ability to hire and fire. Okay, so what happened in Sullivan County, Tennessee, could very easily happen in your district if the, if the school board is stacked in such a way, okay? The second thing is that the school board tends to interpret curricula. So the state has a set of standards that says this is what your students should be learning at this particular grade level. The superintendent and the school board are responsible for interpreting that, what it looks like on the ground. Again, we have begun to believe that principals have this authority because historically they may have had it, especially in segregated schools. They don't have it contemporarily. Not for real. Technically, it has to go through the school board. The school board helps set the budget. So what people are paid, how much funding goes to what school, those kinds of little things, they have some wiggle room there that we haven't been paying attention to. Here's what's important when we talk about the school to prison pipeline. School boards also get to vote on disciplinary policies. And we already know our children are predominantly, disproportionately affected by zero tolerance policies that are usually approved where? At the school board level. And so please use this as a wake-up call, the Sullivan County case, for you to start paying more attention to U.S. public school boards and what we can do to have more seats on them. Get together. There are plenty, I, I promise you, probably, depending on where you live, but if you're anywhere in the South, there are plenty of, of retired Black teachers. Churches need to get together and support a candidate. The Pan Hell organization needs to get together and support a candidate. Masonic lodges need to get together and support candidates. We need people on these school boards if we want to have the kind of control over our students' education that we need to have. We cannot trust this system to do right by our students if we're not making the system do right by our students. Okay? That's all I really wanted to say about that, because also, again, the school board and this masking stuff. If we want to protect our babies, y'all, we have got to assert ourselves into these spaces. Now, let's go to the other thing I wanted to talk about. And this is billionaires in space foolishness that's going on where there's like a competition. Who's going to be the first billionaire to make these space travels and what's going to happen when they get there. And Elon Musk talking about he's doing this for our grandchildren's children. What? Listen, y'all, I just wanted to say a few things on that. Number one, I want to point us back to traditional African worldview. This idea that there can be people among us that rich while other people are as hungry as some people are means that there is a supernatural imbalance. (laughs) It's not normal. It is not normal to have a, a world where there is someone like Bezos who can afford. Listen, y'all, I have said this before. I'm going to keep saying it. 
There are reports that this man has so much money that he could end worldwide hunger and homelessness and still be a billionaire. But you run into space? Like there's something unnatural about that. I want you to sit with that and just think about it. Not just in the United States. I can end worldwide hunger everywhere. And instead of doing that, I want to run to space. There is something unholy and unnatural about that. Because then you're not who, listen, huh? they tell on themselves, you're doing this for whose grandchildren? Certainly not the woman who's looking at eviction. Certainly not the man in the soup kitchen line. You're not doing it for their grandchildren. Whose grandchildren are you speaking of? Humanity is not your concern. You are. There is a a gentleman on Instagram and TikTok whose tag name is um, Modern Warrior. I love following him, but he usually greets um, most white people with, hey, colonizer. I love it. Go look for him. It's hilarious. But there is something there when we talk about these billionaires in space. There's something there, y'all, that rather than remedying the problems on the planet we have, you're running to move to another when you've not even figured out how to have good harmonic relationship with the one where we are. You want to move to the next thing, not giving real thought as to what happens when you move there in terms of what you do to it that you've already done to this one. I think it's appropriate to still call some people colonizer because that's how they're, they operate, right? I move to a place, I consume all its natural resources, and then I move to the next place, right? My homeland, I've depleted everything, so I need to go find another homeland and deplete everything, and then I need to go find another homeland and deplete everything. There's a mentality there that's not normal. It's not natural. It can't be sustained. And that's what I mean about billionaire status. That's not natural. The ability to hoard that much is not natural. I, you can't convince me otherwise. And there's a problem with any system that supports it. So I was happy that Biden issued those executive orders. Like, what, what was it? Like 72 orders this week? Now, they don't have teeth in them. So I'm hoping it's not symbolic, but we have got to get a real handle on this or we won't have a world. And you best believe y'all ever watched that Cosmic Slop episode based on Derek Bell's uh, story? You best believe if them folk, them colonizers go to space, they ain't taking your black tail. We better get it together right here. If you don't have a garden. And I don't care where you live. When I was in an apartment, I had containers on my patio. So you can have a garden right outside your door if you have to. Throw some tomatoes in a pot. Throw some squash in a pot. Throw some peas in a pot. Do things to build a relationship with the land, with animals. The other thing is animals. So during the pandemic, a lot of people were working from home. And adopted pets, bought pets, so on and so forth. And now that capitalism has us returning to the office, despite COVID still being real, 
um, shelters are in, reporting increased numbers of surrenders. What kind of relationship to animals do we really have when they're only there for our companionship when we need it? And then they're not anymore. We have a whole lot of getting right to do. A whole lot of getting right to do. But I have faith that we can do it. So if you have been paying attention to Instagram, my Instagram page, we went live Friday. Um, we're going to start reading Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart because I think given the things we've discussed today, I believe it's important that we really reread that text. If you've already read it, let's reread it together. If you've not read it now, is a wonderful time to read it together. We're going to have our first meeting on Friday. If you're not already a member of my email list, make sure you join that email list. Later today, I'm going to be sending out the Zoom link for that book club. Um, if you gave me your email address in a DM, you will also get that email today with the Zoom links. So if you don't get it by Tuesday, let me know because uh, it may be an issue with my email sender. But I am doing that today. So make sure you do that. Now, let's end off on celebrating one of our magical little sisters, Mizalia Avant-Garde who won the script spelling bee. Yay! I'm so happy for her and for our little girls who get to see her, right? This basketball phenom who is also an intellectual genius showing us what it looks like to live in balance. We do it all, y'all. And quiet as it's kept, that's what they're scared of. But we do it all. And so I just want to applaud her to say congratulations, 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 and thank you for setting the model. Some of us are learning about the case in 1908 where another black girl won, but the rules were changed to keep from awarding her. So go do some research on that. I'll put a link in the show notes about that. But I wanted to end off with, with celebrating our little sister. And I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. Tell them to told you. Thank mm-hmm. you.